Welcome, welcome to the Bling Vera Podcast. This is the Bling Vera Podcast. That's right, I talk about body dysmorphic disorders. I talk about all my personal problems, and I talk about getting hit by a freaking Cadillac on Sunday. What an episode it's going to be. Buckle up, everybody. We're going on a field trip, too, to Target. Get ready. We got the coffee going. We got the cats going wild. I got the Keystone Light. What... (laughs) What other recipe could that spell? <clears throat> what can that? What other recipe could that's time for a freaking Bling Vera podcast? Today's podcast is sponsored by Folgers. Folgers is like the line of exceptional coffee blends, carefully crafted by our experienced roastmasters. Folgers, one hundred percent Colombian, delivers rich and lively flavor that's crafted with care to discover the delightful difference. Folgers in every cup. This podcast is also sponsored by Keystone Light. Keystone Light. 2022 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, 80401. Questions, call us at 1-800-322-2399. Please recycle Coors Light, Coors Brewing Company, Keystone Light, Coors Brewing Company, Keystone Light. Coffee's almost done. The Keystone Light's definitely done. How many Keystone Lights can I finish while this coffee's freaking taking forever? Jeez. I've actually never made it. I've never heard it make these noises before. It did like a hissing sound. I don't know. I don't know. More like a dragon, like a dragon hissing sound. Today's podcast, we're gonna take a little bit of a field trip over at Target. A uh, Target. It's a well, it's like a supermarket now. Target. We're gonna take a little field trip over there. We're gonna walk over there. Um, we're gonna finish this coffee. We'll finish the Keystone Lights. Get some more Keystone Lights. Probably get some eggs. We've got these cats. They're on fire. Not literally, but they're running around like they're on fire. Get the cats on fire. Looks like fire. Looks like coffee's finally done. Grab some of that. Don't mind if I doozy. Um, got the Keystone Light. Already opened one of those. Two of those. A couple of those. Cats are on fire. Gotta check. For the record, I don't typically like Colombian coffee. It's a little strong, but it's a little spicy. It's a little too spicy for me. And that's what I don't like. But today's batch, uh, <clears throat> can I just say I'm in love with it? Thank you very much. Right now we're gonna do a little A-B test. This is Keystone Light, coming in hot. Mm. Let's hit the microphones a little. Do a little A-B test, coming in hot. That's pretty good beer, huh? And cats, oh, look at those cats. That's pretty good coffee. Pretty good beer, pretty good coffee. All right, I'll I'll accept it. How much? Quanto quanto mas? I know Spanish sometimes. I know Spanish sometimes. Um, you guys want to have a seat and talk to do the podcast or what? Yesterday, let's talk about yesterday first. Let's just hang out. Let's hang out right here. There's all the noise. And let's go. Well, let's hang out right here. We'll go over there. You know, we were rearranging some a little area here, but I was like, I'll just do it in the kitchen. I feel fine doing it in the kitchen. Everything else is too. The proximity to noise ratio. It's a Bling Vera exclusive uh, formula. You can't have that much noise going around if you're uh, trying to record a podcast. So we got our Keystone Light. We have our coffee. Colombian. That's Folgers Colombian coffee. Let's get a little bit of milk in that, shall we? 
Now the cats are freaking out. The, the cats, you hear that noise? That's the cats back there hissing and scratching and biting and clawing. Listen, listen to that. Listen to those cats. Those are like wild buck. Those, cow, those cats are getting buck. Well, it's 12.01 p.m. market time. Um, I don't know what the market numbers are now. It makes me depressed anytime I look at the market because it brings back, excuse me, too many emotions, uh, too many memories of like, oh, yeah, I used to be good at that. Before I was sabotaged by uh, the cable haunt exploit and et cetera, um, the predatory lending places, Title Max and the repo company before... <laughs> those cats are wild before all that happened uh foreign foreign actors in the mix uh even romania yeah i got a text message from romania at one point and i was like holy shit let me let me open that up right re- real quick and so i did so even romania like it was a it was an international international effort consorted effort here to to steal my money and to make sure i ended up on the street uh, penniless that being said uh let's get these cats freaking tame can we please anyone jeez there they are that being said this morning, I feel a little bit more livelier than, than most mornings, and I feel a little bit more uh, proactive. Uh, by the way, I have, like, green hair again. Greenish yellow hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went ahead and I dyed it, or bleached it, whatever, and it didn't work out the way I thought it would. $10 down the drain for that hair dye and bleach and such. But it's okay. I look like a freak. Hey, don't I look like a freak cat? Oh. Easy guys, easy with the claws. <laughs> don't wanna don't wanna get bling all messed up. More than he already is. Cats come flying around the corner with their claws, you know, retractable claws, and it's, it turns into a big old mess, you know, it gets my face. Like my face is already pretty messed up as it let me tell you a little something about my face. I've mentioned in the past before that I had I have like lots of problems and stuff. I've even mentioned body dysmorphic disorder. My face was the the culprit of that. My my. Uh, if you want to get a little bit serious here, which I feel like, who cares about my life anymore? Like my my, um, uh, what's the word? Um, privacy, like it, let's just throw that out the window. My privacy and my life and things that I used to hold dear to my heart is like, I don't know if I want to disclose this much information with the general public. <clears throat> We got cats running around like, what do I care anymore, you know? Yeah, I'm going to invite all of you in and you all can know all the personal ins and outs of my life and the deep, dark secrets that I used to hide from people. And uh, when I was, it probably all started when I was like 13 years old, but uh, I, I started to get a little bit of acne, just a little bit, but I would make it worse by like picking at it in the mirror and stuff. And no, I was not on drugs or any sort of medication and it was all just like anxiety anxiety laden um efforts to like not have a lot of blemishes on my face so what i do is pick at my face and create blemishes like self-sabotage that kind of thing and that lasted all the way up from like 12 years old 13 years old till about 20 something 
so years, a good 20, a good seven years probably. I was probably like 20, 21. That's good Colombian coffee. But just recently, with all of the anxiety that I've experienced just recently, um, with moving out and having my car get repossessed and having people follow me around endlessly day after day for over a month now and having the police, the police don't care, the campus police don't care. I got hit by a car on Sunday. I was hit by a Cadillac on Sunday. I'm not kidding you. I forgot to mention it in the last podcast, but I was probably too traumatized yesterday with everything, and I I wasn't really making sense in the last episode either. But I was hit by a Cadillac. It was like a shell pink, kind of like one of those Mary Kay Cadillacs, kind of. Um, A DeVille. It wasn't a coupe. It was a four-door. And, um, man, yeah, I got hit by it. If I would have been about two or three more seconds... If I would have tried to cross the street two or three more seconds, it would have actually run me over instead of just hit me. Um, it hit me. My handprints are probably still on the hood of that car. You want to probably disclose the license plate number at the end of this episode because I don't want to call the police because there's zero help and they don't care. This episode will have proof that uh, I was actually hit by that car. And I was on uh, over here in Taylorsville, Utah. I was uh, hit by that car and... Um, well, to, to bring it all back, like before, before I was hit by the car, before everything, and I was had to move and do everything else and all this anxiety. Um, I started picking at my face like no other, and I looked like a total drug addict, like junkie. And I was thinking to myself, if there's anything to discredit, discredit your story. It's if it's if you have like scabs on your face or sores on your face, and. <clears throat> I know it sounds a little bit um, out there, and we'll get more into it in the second segment here. But like, it was it was embarrassing to even show my face in public. Um, I was so embarrassed and like, like, um, oh, just humiliated. I think to show my face in public, but I could not. I could not help it um, when I look in the mirror. It's like I had to pick at my face when all of this anxiety, like all of this, like uncertainty culminating second segment being very podcast and dude i could not i could not get away from the mirror um i was using like kind of like this like blackhead tool thing and surprisingly it was like well okay i thought these things were from old age but like you couldn't really notice them um until you kind of anyway anyway it's kind of gross but um yeah, I spent hours in front of the mirror and then there were scabs on my face. It's like I could not, I was so um, incapacitated by anxiety and by like hurt inside, <laughs> just painful, like emotional hurt. Like I couldn't even function. I couldn't pack anything. I couldn't go anywhere. Whenever I would go somewhere, my friend let me borrow their car on September 16th so I could move out. And I packed a few things, but I was like, I can't do this. And so I went to Walmart. They had a, their rear, their rear light was out. Their brake light was out. Go to Walmart, buy a, a new light for them and try to install it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I can't install it because uh, like I needed to fabricate. Like it was so messed up. I go back home, start looking at my face again, and like there's people following me, and there are people following me. It's not in my head, 
it's not made up i have proof i have pictures i have photos i have videos i have i have uh, audio i have me recording it like there are people following me still why i don't know this has not been a problem for me prior i've never been concerned with people following me before this ever really um not to this extent not to where i'm like openly disclosing it to the public body dysmorphic disorder like coming clean with everything but yeah when i was like 17 and stuff i'd pick at my face and it looked like i was <clears throat> a friend even told me once he's like man you look like two-faced like one of your sides is all like scabbed up and gross or like sores and stuff and you're picking at it and the other side is not and it's like that's because of the mirror and the right handed and all this stuff and <clears throat> it wasn't until excuse me until he told me that that I, I started to really like tone it down when i was a teenager but still it was um a lot of it i'd blame on skateboarding i'd say i fell skateboarding i fell on my face skateboarding which wasn't true um it's just i had this problem picking at my face and it, for years it went away and i was so grateful for it um, it was like a teenage thing and whatever but <clears throat> excuse me it came back and it came back recently when I was supposed to leave. And I, I almost wonder, like, is this some sort of, like, frequency-induced thing? Like, 5G, cell phone tower, mind control? Like, are they trying to make me look like a total junkie here? Um, if you have sores on your face and you are skinny and thin and whatever, like, a girlish figure, you will look like a junkie and no one will take you seriously. The police won't take you seriously, whatever. When I called the police back in September, I don't think I had sores on my face <clears throat> it hadn't been uh close enough to moving time yet so i hadn't gone through that hold on you know that was in early september when i called the police for help and when i was ignored and my story was minimized and my um my my claim was i saw someone trying to get into my car period uh, i saw who it was i saw what they were wearing i even described it to them i saw them a second time in the same area and i was still ignored <clears throat> And I think that kind of, um, that kind of um, disbelief in my story and, and minim minimization of my like, of what I saw, what I know I saw, by the police that are there to help, um, it, it, it caused something. And, and so ever since then, I started picking up my face a lot more. And if you could control someone with some sort of wavelength, and I'm being serious here. This is something I would never even considered before all this happened. I would be like, you're nuts. <laughs> you sound crazy. However, <laughs> that being said, if you could um, create a wavelength that taps into somebody's like psyche to, to get them to, to induce some sort of anxiety that, uh, that brings back this, this body dysmorphic disorder that they already suffered from for years prior... If you can do something like that to to have that reemerge in their life, <clears throat> to discredit their story, because if you look like a junkie, the police will not take you seriously. They won't. If you don't sleep, if you don't eat, if you don't have money to eat, <clears throat> excuse me, they're not going to take your story seriously. They're gonna they're gonna write you off. Or if the police are in on it, they're gonna. It's all that much easier for them to just say you know what you need to talk to someone we can take you down to the mental hospital right now it's like no not uh i don't think so but that's what was going on with me back in early september or earlier this month 
and it's discouraging, man. It's totally discouraging. Just to know that, like, I had this issue when I was a teenager of picking up my face at two extremes that, that drove me nuts. <laughs> um, uh, I'd see pictures of myself, and I was like, my face doesn't even look that bad. But when I see myself in the mirror, it's like my face is hideous. It was terrible. It, it's like a... Well, it's just like a mind game, and it sucks. Because I like just like with um, uh, eating disorders and such, they look in the mirror and they see themselves as obese and large and huge. Um, but in pictures, it's like they're thin and you know, whatever. Um, it sucks, man. It, it, it was the worst, and it went away for a while. Um, I still have some scars and whatever on my face and whatever. Um, but just recently to, to have that reemerge and come back so strongly to where it looked like I was 17, uh, the way I looked when I was 17 again, and I had not, I had not gone at my face that much for probably decades. So I don't know what caused it besides just anxiety and just my inability to function at that point. Like with, I'm telling you, I could not function normally uh, at, at, during the past three weeks. I could not. Um, I, I told my friend, I was like, yeah, I'll have everything packed up. I'll be ready to move, blah, blah, blah. And I just would walk around the apartment just sulking, sad, grab a few things, organize a few things here, grab a few things that were like sentimental and, and um, brought, back, brought, brought back memories. Uh, and then from there, it was like, shoot, I'd start just like reminiscing and feeling sorry for myself and then just stop packing and start organizing some other stuff and sort of like nothing was getting done. Go in the mirror, start making my face look worse. And like, it was, it, it's something I wouldn't wish on anybody. Um, luckily, my face is mostly healed now. And I, I don't have as much, nearly as much anxiety uh, surrounding my face and my appearance now. But like the past like two months, uh, since August 12th, I would not wish it on anybody. Uh, worst enemy, nobody. I, people, eBay executives, no, absolutely not. I would not want them to be exposed to such torture. And to have them get away with it, the the fact that the police minimized, the, the, the campus police minimized my story so quickly, even promising me, promising me, um, one of the police, I think he was all tatted up and stuff, he didn't seem to have a good head on his shoulders as far as like an open mind, <laughs> he didn't. And one of the police even said, and even he's trying to help you. And I was like, I kind of laughed. I was like, he's not trying to help me. He is not trying to help me. You might be kind of, maybe, but he is not. I knew that much. And I kind of laughed at that one because uh, I think he could tell that I could tell that he was not trying to help me. But his partner, whatever. Um, but he promised me. He said, I can promise you he did not try and break into your car. He lives here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, <clears throat> like you can't promise me that. Because I know what I saw, and I know if you're trying to promise me that he that he did not break into my car, then you're in on it. Then you're part of it. And as far-fetched as that sounds, it, 
if you're talking about a multi-million or even billion dollar organized crime ring, the tentacles can go so far with that amount of money. You can buy so many people off, even the police at that point. And their, their behavior towards me, the police's behavior towards me, the campus police behavior, I think it was on September 4th, was so suspicious at that point when he could promise me that he didn't do it because he lived in the same building 150 feet away. He could promise me. Third segment, Blink Air Podcast. Now, I did promise we're going to go on a little bit of a field trip here in the third segment, so I'll get ready and we'll get going, but... You can't make that promise to me if you didn't investigate anything. Furthermore, they were taking things out of that car, out of their family car, before the police showed up, before the police passed me. <laughs> the police passed me originally when I called them on September 4th. The campus police said they rolled right past me. When I stood up, I'm like, hey guys, it's over here, whatever, let's just go. Blue shirt, black pants, over here, this way, guys. Right on past I was like, holy shit. And I was like, well, maybe they got someone. Maybe they're onto something. But I think what they were doing was giving everyone else enough time to get rid of the evidence and do whatever. At least that's what it seems like. That's what it seems like. Because when they finally did roll around, everyone had already left. Evidence was already gone. <laughs> and I was being promised it wasn't that guy trying to break who I saw. If I had video, that's a different story. Then they believe it, but... No video, no belief there. So it's been hell here being followed around, trying to get enough video, trying to get enough cars, trying to figure everything out on my own with the resources that I have and zero money that I have. Like, it's been difficult. But, but, excuse me, it is possible. And we will go on the field trip and we'll talk all about it. We'll also see if we get followed. If we do, I'm going to try to take some photos and try and get to the bottom of it, you know. With that, uh, that being said, we'll get rolling here and a little field trip down to Target and wherever else. So buckle up, guys. It's go time. It is 12.22 p.m. market time. This is Bing VR Podcast. Well, as I'm leaving here, one of my Keystone Light 15-pack 12-ounce can boxes fell on the floor and we got a cat inside uh doing some exploration inside this box and it gave the other cat the perfect opportunity to start freaking well it wasn't just sniffing it was uh, actually like licking and and getting into it the other cat's freaking yeah it was like freaking stuck in there so the other one just thought it'd be a perfect opportunity to come by and start Well, just like dogs, they sniff each other's freaking buttholes. <laughs> but this cat was uh, kind of being perverted. Both of them were. <clears throat> it's stuck inside the Keystone light box, I'm pretty sure. There's nothing I can do about it, though, at this point. Just like those uh, nature films, you have to let nature take its course. And you can't intervene. It might want out. It might... But it's... No, now it's... It's totally inside of the box. It's totally inside. The cat, a full-grown cat, it fits inside a Keystone Light 15 can. It's good to know. <clears throat> it's the perfect size for a cat coffin, I'd say. 
I, I love the cats so much. I adore them. I'm just going to brush my teeth real quick and we'll go. I adore the cats. I don't want them to get stuck in that box. But if they did get stuck and they did happen to die in there, it's good to know it's perfect size for um, a coffin for them. Their own coffin, their own grave. Encouraging the owner that one of the cats needs to be put down. It's the only way it'll understand. If it's put to sleep forever, that's the only way it's going to understand consequences. All my fans listening, tuning in at home, I love cats, so let's get these socks on. Let's get the hell out of here, huh? Why don't we leave? I got the prettiest cat in the world, in the world, yeah. Well, if you guys are ready to leave, I'm ready to leave. I think I got a mask in my backpack, so... We're not going to take the skateboard. We do have some theories if the skateboard is what they're actually following. I didn't notice one of my kingpins coloration was different, but I'm not about to take the skateboard part and start looking at those kingpins. As far as RFID, uh, all those cats, man. Oh, one of them just got kicked in the face. All right. In the face. That's what I like to see. Uh, cats sticking up for themselves. Bad cats getting it freaking kicked in the face. They have a cat, there's a nail on the ground, that's not a nail. I have a cat uh, key here, it's the shape of a cat. Why not, you know, it's, we can love cats so much, let's get the freaking spare key in a cat. Cat costume. <clears throat> Does anyone want to go to Target? Have I done enough stalling here? Can we all just go to Target? Can we all just get along? One of these cats is actually so bad, it will jump up on the counter and start, like, knocking food on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's still alive. It's still alive. If, if one of my... If I owned cats, if my cat did that, that would, uh... They get the Keystone Light box out and it's like a little proper burial out in the backyard. It's, they're not my cats... It's not my cat. We guys won't run by one more time for some B-roll so we can get that. Is that, okay? Is that okay? Could you guys go get him? Go get him. One more time for some B-roll, huh? No? Get that tail. Get his tail. Go get it. No? Get it. All right. Well, I'm going to go to the store. You guys make sure to be bad and ruin things while I'm gone podcast and it takes a lot of work okay so you guys be you guys be bad cats be very bad okay all right we are leaving now we are departing now sir that's not the crime boss family boss man that's not that's just me being me can i get this key out though as a question okay why don't we leave, sir? Well, there used to be a black Nissan Pathfinder, I believe, that was right, right there. Uh, and then a three, uh, gray 300, Chrysler 300, pulled up next to it and, like, was doing something. I got it on camera, and then it drove away really fast, and now they're both gone. So, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> anyway, we're going to Target right now still. 12.41 p.m. market time. People like locking their trucks, getting in the trucks, doing whatever. It's cool. It's a good time. On the phone, just as I'm leaving, coincidentally. And who cares, though? And who cares at this point? Because I don't. I don't have my skateboard. Um, 
I did, I did, you know, I, I will come clean. I did happen to mention something to the sergeant <laughs> uh, at the University of Utah Police, uh, Sergeant William. I'm sure she thought a lot of it was far-fetched as well, and that's okay. That's totally all right. It would make sense that if, she, if she's the sergeant and there's uh, people working under her, and if I get written off by both, it's like, oh, well, that's why. The sergeant doesn't care. Other police officers don't care. My take on it was, like, I'm not going to the police the next time around. When I get this thing figured out, I'm going to the press. I'm pretty sure I just got it figured out. So now that I'm there, all I need is a little bit more video evidence, a little bit more uh, photo evidence, and just some of my own anecdotal evidence. And then we can just go. Because a repo company is not supposed to, to, to like get into private property. They're not. However, I would argue that if your phone has been hacked, or if your RFID, your credit cards have been hacked, they are getting into your private property. They are crossing the line. That is a breach of the peace, pretty much. Uh, a breach of the peace also existed on September 4th when they tried to do whatever. So they've already messed up here plenty. I'd say there's already evidence based for that. When I start my phone, they come out of the woodwork. When I'm skating around, they come out of the woodwork. Like strangers, just out of the blue, right? On their phones. Coincidentally, yeah, right? When I'm leaving, let's go throw away like a cup in the big dumpster just to make sure. And like, it's nuts. It's nuts, man. It's like like I don't notice or something. Like they're like being sneaky or blending in. <laughs> I'm straight up saying, hey, good morning. How's it going? What's up, man? I'll try it out some more. On the way to Target. Um, why they're following me on foot, though? That's the question. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you question has been answered the university police are zero help and campus police were zero help and so i can't count on the police for help even when i get hit by a car like i did on sunday i was like well call the police let's get to the bottom of it hit and run i'm like what can yeah like well probably start asking me questions like what were you doing crossing the street like, well i had the walk sign i was trying to go to <laughs> go back to where i'm staying where are you staying uh down over there and well why are you trying to cross the street in the walk sign it's like well i thought that that was i guess never mind hey guys there they are black elantra passing by right now <coughs> said what's up to them there's two people in the car so we'll see what happens here it's still hot out here in salt lake city though uh suburbs of salt lake city still a warm day or maybe I'm just getting nervous I'm starting to get all sweaty now this this path this Toyota what is this anyway Forerunner Pathfinder what is this it's a Forerunner I'm pretty sure it looks familiar too V516KM it looks pretty familiar but we'll see later on I have, at least I have the it's got a little windy here at least I got the license plate number might have heard that license plate number i don't really know what the uh yeah i don't know what it is about 
Oh, who knows? I mean, I guess it's public information since it's driving around in public and since I'm just walking, I'm trying to remember license plates as I'm walking by. Because now I'm done taking photos, I'm more just putting it all to putting the pieces together from here on out, you know. Unless, of course, I recognize that forerunner from before, then, you know, whatever. There's a van over here, F36 2MZ. There's a couple going, driving somewhere in Acura. <clears throat> You'd be surprised, like, you can start to see them circling around in the parking lots. They're not going anywhere, they're not parking anywhere, they're not doing anything, but they're watching you. And you might think that's crazy, like I used to think, but it's the truth. Some of them are older, some of them have kids. I would say the ones um, that are more forward have kids in the car. That way if they get pulled over, hey, we just got, okay, we're just, we're just a family, we're just an uh, innocent family trying to go to Target parking lot and stalk people. So what, what, what's the problem? We got kids in the car. They're exploiting their kids. They're using their kids as like a shield. It's nuts. That dude was just waiting in his car, just sitting there as I passed by. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing illegal about that. It's just a little suspect. That car's door is open as I'm passing by. What is that, a Nissan Sentra or something? Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw this Porsche last week too but it doesn't matter we're just going to target <clears throat> two people waiting along the side of the road there just in their car <clears throat> yeah whatever that's there's nothing illegal about it is it suspicious eh, i don't know <laughs> maybe if you've been followed for over a month let's say it's kind of suspicious but if you haven't been yeah that's probably not a big deal i think on the way back we'll get a lot of uh photos and recordings and stuff whatever we need to on the way back but for right now we're just doing the podcast on the way there and sounding exceptionally kooky and nutty noticing all these cars parked along the side with people inside <laughs> there's no there's no stores over there there's nothing over there just they're just parked there with people inside it was a couple hundred yards away from the target i would say we're getting into the target right now so masks on and that'll be the end of this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know how nutty it might sound, but it's the truth here. Uh, this has not been an issue for me really ever as far as like paranoia, being followed. I've never <clears throat> subscribed to that idea. I've never been one to think like, oh, 5G networks or what, blah, blah, blah. Like frequencies can control your mind. That's something that sounded so far-fetched and stupid to me that I wouldn't even listen to it or read it or entertain it. However, nowadays, after everything I've been through over the past month, with the police not even believing a single word that I was saying, unsecured networks, um, people driving by, girls biting their nails as they drive by, they have the same mannerisms. I, I notice stuff as an analyst that other people ordinarily would not notice. Um, body language, communication, different things like that. It's the same mannerisms that they all have. It's the same style of car. The license plates are all similar. I mean, I could get into more details, and I'm sure I will. Check out the blog, 
that'll kind of help a lot of it look at the license plate from last night's episode from yesterday's episode on that van start putting the pieces together yourself and then i'll help help you connect the dots along the way thanks so much for listening this is the bling vr podcast did i just hear two two blings that's right we're back and that's through the power of podcasting the creative power of podcasting get into this oh ooh, ooh. Mm. ran into a bit of a hiccup there over at target uh the self-checkout was taking a little bit longer some technical difficulties and I, I couldn't really figure out why guess we'll never know uh suspiciously though there were two women kind of following me around and well, there they were checking out the same time I was and taking the same amount of time that was taking me to check out. <clears throat> Even though they weren't really running into any issues like I was. It's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of different, you know? hard to notice things like that. Anyway, we're on an uh, extended segment here. This is the fourth dimension, I believe. I've got some eggs cooking. Uh, I can't seem to catch my breath, though. I'm out of breath. I can't breathe as well. Freaking cats running around, meowing, causing problems. Bowls of popcorn over. Oh yeah, the cats are. And it's like, I can try and pick this place up, but I got things to do. I got a podcast to make, you know, people to see. But uh, on the way back, I figured I'd just do this, this little, ex- <coughs> I can't even breathe. Can't even breathe. I thought we'd do this little extended segment here and just talk about some of the cars I saw on my way back. Typically, the cars have like two to three people inside. <clears throat> Sometimes there's just one, but uh, I saw a Dodge Ram. It's, I've seen before, I'm pretty sure. And it's just weird. It's just really weird at this point because why, why are people still following me? Why even going to Target on foot, you know, making a podcast about it? Like, why are they still following me suspiciously? Um, why would they even blow their cover if I'm just walking to the store? It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me. And um, I guess there's not much I can do right now to, to change it. Otherwise, I just take note of it. But truly, whatever's going on here, I must have said too much stuff about the Russian mafia and Maskirovka and all this stupid shit, right? Eastern European uh, organized crime. I must have gotten a little bit too into that. Or I got a little bit too into eBay and all the eBay executives and all the bullshit that I was talking about then. Or it's the repo company alone and they're just doing it alone and getting away with it. There is no um, repo like uh, certifications or any specialized business license that a repo company needs to have in Utah. So that could be a big part of it. Maybe there needs to be. Um, it's completely deregulated to the point where they're going around with these high-frequency tools to, to figure out where you are. When you get close to these cars, they'll pull. They have um, the, the window, I guess, has been removed. So they can just pull these devices in when you drive by or when you're taking pictures or whatever. Um, you can get pictures of them pulling this device in or trying to hide it. 
as you're trying to get pictures of the device, um, coincidentally enough. They can try and deny that all I want. You can think I'm nuts. That's fine with me, as long as it's out there in the open and then I've disclosed it and then something I've observed to where, yes, truly, um, it's like a it's like a wand. I've mentioned this before. It's like a wand and it's an RFID wand. Um, it goes off of high frequency, whatever. Uh, when you take photos of it, it will put a white spot on your photo. What I should use for the cover art here is, yeah, okay, that's a good idea. Um, there'll be a white spot, a suspicious white spot. It looks like a reflection. They drive around with their lights on specifically for this to, to, to hide it. But it's not being hidden if you're smart enough like I am. Crazy enough if you want to go that route too. But um, it, it's something I've observed. I've done a lot of analysis here with these cars and my photos and et cetera, et cetera. So obviously they're not going to park these cars with the wands and stuff attached to the driver's side rear view mirror, the side mirror there on the, that's attached to the, the car door. What, what they end up doing is if you get behind them, you're taking pictures of them, they immediately turn into their first, the first opportunity that they get, whether it's right or left, they'll immediately turn in there and they'll stop and they'll open up the door like they're getting out or doing something to hide whatever. Um, a lot of them will have dogs and they'll put dogs to block the rear view mirror when you're driving by or taking pictures. Like, I know how it sounds. I know how this sounds. Um, they're sure they have dogs that are trying to, like, I'm telling you, it sounds so far fetched. That's how they're pulling it off. It sounds so ridiculous and stupid. That's how they're pulling it off. Oh, sure. They're using dogs to hide their they're high frequency wands that they have taped to the to the driver's side door. Oh, yeah, okay, bling. It's like, oh no, here, look, here's a picture. Like this is here's a here's another picture. This is what it looks like. This is how they're doing it. This is exactly what it looks like. Here's one of the dogs being held. They have uh, the the high frequency machine that they're using. Those wands for your face and stuff. Like really, I know I was just talking about. Ironically, yeah. Uh, body dysmorphic disorder and uh, disorder and and um, my anxiety surrounding my face as a teenager and how that kind of resurfaced here, um, and that's sort of the the beauty products that they use. I'm not sure if it's exclusive to just facial high frequency facial wands, but it's something. I know that they use some of those things. I'm not sure how it all works, but those bigger trucks, the ones with some of the panels that have been redone. Uh, there's some front damage to some of the cars. Those are the ones that have some sort of machine that either jams your phone or does something. Uh, get your credit card information. I'm not sure how it works. I don't know all the intricate ins and outs. I don't. I just know that there's something going on with those cars and that there's some, they're doing something nefarious. They're doing something that's very bad. And the reason that they're trying to hide them is probably because it's illegal. You can make fun of me all you want. You can just say like he's out of his gourd, he's out of his mind, he's totally paranoid at this point. That's fantastic, okay? Good for you. Like I have photos, I have video. I'm putting it together so I can go to the press, so I can show them this is what repo companies are doing. This is what some sort of mafia is doing. This is what eBay's executives are doing. I don't know who's behind it. I can't tell you. I don't care who's behind it at this point. It doesn't make zero difference to me. I just know someone's behind it. 
it's probably illegal and they're getting away with it, the police don't care. That's what I do know right now. They're hacking into phones. They're going into your private property, your private information, your private data. They're going into your um, Wi-Fi networks, whatever. I don't know what's on the top of some of those cars. They have these big squares that look like, you know, storage, storage compartments for snowboards, skis and shit. But it's not. They park them strategically in parking lots or whatever to either delete your phone if you have pictures of them or to hack into your phone or just to scramble shit up. It, it could even be scrambling your freaking brain. Whatever it is, it's not safe. They're trying to hide it for a reason. It's probably not safe and it's probably not legal. And I mentioned this in the beginning, they've never come across someone like me before. And at the expense of like blowing their entire operation here, they keep following me. And I don't know why. Because I have nothing to give to them. I have nothing. I'm homeless at this point. There's nothing I can, I can give to them that, that, that would satisfy whatever. I'm not going... <laughs> There's nothing. I have nothing of value. I've already sold all my guitars, my amps, all of it. It's gone. Lost everything. And they're still following me. Why? If the police don't care, and the police aren't willing to do anything about it, then I'll have to expose them to this stupid podcast. I'll have to do it this way. But there's more to it than just what I'm saying now. There's a lot more to it. And when I have it all packaged up, written concisely, uh, in an easy-to-follow presentation, well, that's what it's going to be, if that's what it takes. And that's what I'm working on. They're still following me, like, willy-nilly not giving a shit about, like, their future. Maybe, maybe it's an effort to... Maybe they are trying to get exposed. Maybe they're trying to get caught and go bankrupt or something. I don't know. I don't know what the motivations are. I don't know why they're still following me, why they would be. It doesn't make sense to me, and I don't care anymore. What? Why? <laughs> All I care about is exposing this shit now. I know the police aren't going to help. I mentioned Sergeant Williams by name. She can choose to do something or she cannot. Um, doesn't matter to me because I'm not going to the police first. I'm going to the press. I'm starting here. So thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. <laughs> Freaking cats. <laughs>